Now you're going to be quite the symphony expert having worked with the TSO so many times. What have you learned about orchestras? Um, I used to think of um, classical orchestras, so symphonies is sort of a, a stuffy thing, but uh, getting to know the members of the TSO, they're actually fun-loving and um, have the ability to laugh at themselves and have a good time. We are a self-deprecating bunch sometimes, Colin. <laughs> it's, good to, it's good to know. Colin, we've seen you uh, live out one of a musician's worst nightmares, which is to perform a concerto in front of an audience and then perhaps lose your drawers. I think you uh, may have played the Mozart clarinet concerto with us yes. <laughs> during our uh, Second City Guide. Are there any other favorite memories of yours that you can remember in working with the TSO? Um, I loved... Uh, there was a, an uh, improv that we would do with them um, where they would play music for us. We would do a scene, and if something sounded like it should be a song... Uh, the sort of narrator would say, uh, sing it, and the uh, TSO would start playing some music. And, um, you know, music fills me with a fear, um, if anyone who has ever seen me do a hoedown can attest to. <laughs> but I actually, um, I actually felt relaxed during that bit, and I don't know if it's because I felt, well, I'm, I'm in front of a symphony. What can go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of symphonies, Working with an orchestra versus working with other comedians, are are they similar? Are they different? How do they compare? It's similar in, in a way in that um, both improvisers and the symphony need each other to make something uh, go well. When you're improvising, all you really have are the people you're working with. You have no script, so it's up to you to sort of build a rapport, get a scene going. And sort of the same with a, a, an orchestra. They have to work together to make a piece sound good. Uh, from the conductor down to, uh, I, I don't want to name a particular instrument and make them uh, question their self-esteem. <laughs> or a band uh, of equals, yes. Everybody does have to work together, and I love that aspect of it. Wonderful. So, Colin, you're hosting the 12 Days of Christmas at the TSO. What, what can audiences expect from that show? I, I have no idea. Oh. I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of um, holiday-inspired music. Um, I'm doing a couple of readings when um, the 12 days of Christmas and perhaps the night before Christmas. And who knows, maybe I'll just make up a new Christmas classic. I think that would be amazing. I could let's be do it. A tradition in the making. Speaking uh, of which, do you have any particular musical holiday traditions? Uh, my, I'm married to an elf, basically. <laughs> uh, Deb just loves Christmas. So my birthday is November 30th, and we have this thing where... You can't play any Christmas music until my birthday. But every year it's creeping a little uh, closer and closer. And she's a big uh, Sinatra fan, so we always have a lot of Sinatra Christmas classics. Um, there's actually a, a DVD of Frank Sinatra inviting Bing Crosby over to his place for Christmas Eve, as they were wont to do in those days. <laughs> and uh, it's, a, it's a lovely half hour of them um, sort of having fun and, and singing Christmas music. I highly recommend it. Well, Colin, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and we're looking forward to uh, seeing you up on stage again. Thanks uh, so much for having me. That was Colin Mockery. You can catch him leading a very special holiday pageant at the 12 Days of Christmas on December 9th and 11th.